everybody, and welcome to the Baseline Jam Podcast. My name is Adam Sight. My name is Dylan Reese. Hello, Dylan. I now have a wet whistle. Hey. Hey, yo, pause, fam. Um, but I, no, I have a full cup of water. I'm happy. Okay, thanks for just making sure. Yeah, All right. no doubt. Episode 33, here we are, the Baseline Jam Podcast. By now, if you don't know, uh, we're music guys who talk hoops. I figured I might want to reiterate that considering we got a bunch of new listeners last week. Because mm-hmm. we titled the episode. You titled it. Well, yeah. John Mayer and Zach Efron. Because I told my John Mayer and Zach Efron story. And honestly, I was just in a rush, and I was like, mm, what can I title this? Ah, we're just going to go with that. And then I didn't think that that would might lead people to think that they're on the show. But, yeah. oh, well. Hopefully you liked it. Well, Dylan and I will now have celebrity <laughs> stories every episode <laughs> in a way to <laughs> troll for clout. Let's do it. So we're <laughs> little pump type beat. Yeah, little bump, little pump type beat. Donald Trump versus Drake. Let's Beef. go. Um, so it is Saturday night. It is eight oh five here on the West Coast. It is. Dylan and I, uh, we're doing a Saturday night because tomorrow night is just a bad night for us. Right. Well, tomorrow morning is bad for Dylan. Tomorrow night is bad for me. I have a game. It's just all bad. So we're but maybe maybe this comes out on Sunday. Yeah, I mean. If you have the time. So either Sunday or Monday, and it's May 19th right now, and we just watched Game 3, Cavs-Celts. It's an embarrassment of a basketball game. Wow. I really feel like I watched about 10 plays. It would be really fun to watch a basketball game that's close. I know. It's been a while. It's true. It's been like a week. It's at like, least. can I get one with a little spice at the end here? Yeah. A little game winner. But I am glad that the Cavs... Uh, you know, came back a little bit, and they're gonna make this series hopefully interesting. If they can win both at home. That'll be that'll be great. Yeah. So an absolute drubbing, a thirty-point win at home for the Cavs. Uh, LeBron James, twenty-seven, twelve, and five. The stat line doesn't seem as impressive as the performance was. Right. Completely controlling the tempo. Yeah. Anytime the Cavs needed a, anything going, I mean, just he was a lot diamond of everybody. Dimes. He was blocking every shot. He was on the fast break. He was facilitating. All five Cavs starters in double digits. Wow. But nobody more than 13 besides LeBron. And uh, Kyle Korver off the bench with 14. So six guys in double digits. I mean, it was an absolute I drubbing. Mean, that's what you're going to need, though. <laughs> the Cavs went 17 to 34 from three. That'll that's do all it. you really need to know. That will do it. Um and as far as the Celtics, I mean, look, they shot 39% from the field, 27% from three. Um, while Horford had a quiet game, Marcus Morris didn't do anything. Jalen Brown was three for eight. Terry Rowe, five for 12. So, you know, listen. They looked pretty defeated all game. This is what we thought might be from the get in this series because of the way the Cavs played versus Toronto. Yeah. Boston came out. Through the first two haymakers. <laughs> Definitely. Get back to Cleveland. Protecting your home court and the playoffs. Challenging. Yep. 2-1. What are your thoughts? Like I said when you got here, yep. I I feel like a lot of people are writing it off already. Because like, oh, Celtics won the first two games. It wasn't even close. They're going to the finals, man. LeBron's out of here, blah, blah, blah. But in a, in a Western Conference or Eastern Conference finals, I don't think it's alarming if the home team wins their first two games. Right. Because these are the best four teams in the league 
or at least that's how it's supposed to be built. And they should win playoff games at home. So I think if the Cavs can win their two in Cleveland, which it looks like they might. Yep. We'll see game four, obviously, but they had no trouble tonight and when they were at home. Um, I still think this series is going to be great. I think it still yep. goes six or seven games. Um, sure. I mean, if they win two <coughs> here, protect our home court, Yeah, it's a three-game series. Exactly. And that's what we want as fans. And it most likely comes down to who loses on their home floor. If anyone does. Right. And if they don't, then Celtics are out of here. Right. You know? Protecting their home court is, is huge. So are you feeling like – my bad. Are you feeling like uh, game four Monday? Yep. You feeling confident for Cavs now? Yeah. So we're going to get back. And then Boston – Honestly, I already five. was before today. I agree. I was like, well, this is going to be different when they're not Boston. Because Boston's really good at home. Great home crowd. Really good at home. And not that great on the road, even with their full roster. So uh, I wasn't surprised that the Celtics put the clap on them the first game. Right. Um, a lot of adrenaline. First two a lot games. of momentum. Right. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, we'll see what happens. But I, w- I would want to see this go seven. That would be dope. We got a Larry Nance sighting this game. Finally. Which is a nice little contribution. He had eight points, five rebounds, three assists, three steals. Yeah. Four, four from the field. He played 21 minutes. A little new wrinkle that Ty Lue and, and, uh, threw in there. I think he should be playing I think so too. around that every day. You know, I've been hearing a lot how, like, LeBron really wants to lean on the guys that he trusts because mm-hmm. he's played with them before. Right. Which I think is totally fine. But I think a guy like Nance can give them better minutes than... Yeah, I mean, he's a good energy guy. He seems, for the most part, to be in the right spot. Yeah. Um, he can catch any lob you throw, which is very useful. I mean, his athleticism will give the Celtics problems, I think. Totally. Yeah, and it helped on the pick and roll. He caught a few lobs. I mean, what does Tristan Thompson do that Larry Nance can't do, you know? Grab offensive rebounds. That's it, really. It's like, all right. Yeah, Tristan Thompson is a professional offensive rebounder. That's it. Yeah. But, yeah, you know, listen, uh, all Cavs starters, plus minus, over plus 20. So, I mean, look. It was a blowout. It was a blowout from the beginning, and it kind of sucks because you – Look, I was rooting for the Cavs, to be completely honest, but it's just like I want to see a close game. Yeah, we're on the same page there. But I did eat a bunch of pizza from Giorgio's in Sun Valley. It's the spot, man. It's our new sponsor. Should we make our (laughs) last sponsor? (laughs) I'm about to ask him. I'm going to be like, yo. Yo. You hook it up at halftime food, we're going to give you the, you know. This podcast is brought to you by Giorgio's Pizza. That shit is fu- that's the, actually fire. Get the pizza fries. The local spot? The, yeah, it's a great the spot. $5, $5 pizza fries. If you're though. ever in Sun Valley. Which you won't be unless you're coming to my house. Right. Um, All right, so, you know, not too much else to talk about. Any other takeaways from this game? Nah. Yeah. I think, so, you know, look. game. This is a boring-ass game. If there's one thing we've learned in this playoffs and probably in general, is game three is the game that the you know the team that's going back home has gotten a lot definitely and, and gets yep you know whether it was Minnesota 
to whoever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, teams, you go out and you get that game three. Now, game four, obviously, is everything that's Monday. It'll be interesting to see what Brad does adjustment-wise. Because mm-hmm. what I've noticed now, too, is after every game, after every loss, especially, a coach will make, like, one little yeah, tinker. Yeah, choose to start someone right. it's like, oh, different or exactly. some random. Like, I'm going to give this guy minutes. Yeah. I'm going to give Larry Nance minutes. Just something yeah. to try and switch it up. Right. So it'll be interesting to see. LeBron was more of a distributor, yep. picking his spots. Yep. Like a prize fighter. F- when it was time to throw the haymaker, he did. But he'd kind of sit there and watch. But he also had one backdoor cut and a mattress. Oh, I don't even know what you call that. Oof. A little reverse, but kind of a half a windmill. LeBron, yeah, LeBron. That might be like top ten LeBron dunks ever in that, game. That was. Oof. It was with authority. We to fucking say the least. jumped up. Both of us were like, like, Yo. like it was the crack of lightning <laughs> out of yeah. nowhere. Crazy. A LeBron guy, pretty good at basketball. Not bad. Um, let's see if there's any random stats from this. Uh, this game, nothing really else stands out. I mean, one thing I did want to point out was that, uh, nope, 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 that's, that's really it. All right. So we're good on this game. Yeah. I'm excited for game four Monday, though. I'll tell you that. I am, too. I think it's in game five is on Wednesday. I feel like this game goes they go back to Boston 2-2. Two, two, two. Two. Yeah. So I'm excited for Wednesday. So this week, too, you get games Monday, Wednesday, Friday for Eastern Conference. Thank God. Right? So no four-game waits. We're getting right to it. This is a rough week for me. Yeah, it was whack. It was like, what am I going to do? I sat around for three days waiting. I know. I can't believe basketball is about to be done soon. All right. So tomorrow night, Sunday night, Rockets, Warriors, Game three. Mm-hmm. Now we have a little bit different scenario here. Yep. Because the Warriors won game one. Yep. In Houston. Which is Scary. a major no-no. Yeah, it's not good. But the Rockets fought back. And they smacked them in the mouth game two. Needed it. I was very happy to see that. I was worried after game one. Right. Um, you have to be. Game two was interesting. <clears throat> it's just, it's going to be tough. For the Rockets to win in Golden State. Oof. Damn near impossible. So, it's like losing that first home game, you pretty much gave up home court advantage. You did. And it sucks. You didn't pretty much give it up. Yeah, you You gave it up. Yeah, exactly. What do you think about this Steph Curry doesn't look all the way healthy thing every time he plays bad or poorly? I think it's just because Steph is so great or has been so great. Right. If he's not, like, perfect or doing quote-unquote Steph things, mm-hmm. people are quick to just be like, oh, it's because of blah, 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 you know? It's it's almost <sighs> kind of BS. Right. He's making excuses. Totally. I mean, Steph came Bro, out. Chris yeah. Paul was busting his ass. Busting his ass. Straight up. Like, I don't care if he was injured or, or healthy or whatever. Chris Paul came to get this work. When you're in the conference finals, if you're hurt and you're going to hurt your team, you need to sit down. Totally. Otherwise, there are no excuses. 
Now, to Steph's credit, he said, I feel good. I've said it a million times. Right. Leave it alone. Right. It's not him saying this. It's not. It's media and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Totally. But that doesn't mean there's no truth to it. The Warriors are an easy team to root against. They're just... They play with teams like a cat with a ball of yarn. Their three, their thirty-five foot threes are debilitating. Katie's yeah. attitude sucks. Yeah, Draymond Green's talking the most shit out of anybody. Out of his mind. Yeah. I can't imagine the Rockets going into Oracle tomorrow night and winning. <laughs> Me neither. <It's> so <laughs> I want. I like. I can't. I. I will be rooting for them. Yeah. With every fiber of my being, mm-hmm. I don't like the Warriors. I'm with you, bro. It pisses me off because you know how great they are, but then you like, you legitimately sit there and think about it and you say, yo, these dudes won 73 games and then got Kevin Durant. And I know that's old news. Yeah. But then you just think about it again and it's just total and utter. BS. <laughs> and it's just not even fair. It's crazy. How hard is this team going to be to beat? Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> well, is it, Eric Gordon going to score 26 every game? Well, here's the thing, man. Like, yeah. I don't think that – I don't think it's impossible to beat them at Oracle, obviously. Everybody's still human beings. Totally. But it's going to be more difficult than playing them in Houston. But I think the biggest difference between Game 1 and Game 2 is the Rockets weren't playing as much one-on-one in Game 2. They moved the ball. They were swinging it around. because, Bro, they have the they have the team to play that way. Everyone can score. Everyone can create. So all you got to do is keep the defense moving and make them play honest, right? Eventually, someone's going to make a mistake or someone's going to have an open shot. And yeah. that's just the way they played. And the results were... They move the They're ball there. and they, they and they expo- they exploit the mismatches. They, they have a tendency because James Harden and Chris Paul are so good one on one to just watch them. Totally, James Harden can cook anyone one on one. But again, guess what? This is the NBA. There's help defense. People collapse on you, and then it's too late. There's fucking four seconds left on the shot clock. Some of those shots are so hard. Granted, he's he can make them often. But you don't have to do that. You can you get can, easy shots. Exactly. You know, they so, can be easier. It's I'm. They were exploiting that cur- the cur- they were going after whoever Steph was guarding, which I think is exactly. Smart. They should keep going after him. Because they- even even if he's healthy, mm-hmm. he's too small for everyone on the Rockets. No doubt, everybody. No doubt, you know, like Chris Paul has got that old man strength now. Like he's like, you know, he's got like the Raymond Felton body almost. But the Warriors <laughs> too, they switch on everything, right? So like yeah. they were, you know, they were having like. They so finally even got they got to that loony matchup and like shit like that. Yeah, they're like we're not gonna let this go anymore. So even if you know if they switch, then maybe Gerald Green you or yeah. Eric Gordon. And look at it is like being this guarded too. by Steph Curry. Go buy him. They they kept him under a hundred points too, which is crazy. They can guard, and they're not getting anything from Emma Boot. Emma, Emma Boot. How do you M- say it? Mbadamute. <laughs> I can't say his name. Luke. Luke. It's They're not getting anything from him. No. Nothing. Missing layups and shit. Terrible. Capella didn't have a great game either. Yeah. But they just, 
but they smacked him. I mean, look, Eric Gordon had a big game. Totally. But he's capable of that. It's, that's not fluky, you know? Like Totally. He can do that. They're going to need him for that. Well, let's for those do it. For those buckets. Well, let's get it. Let's get it. I, bro, if they win game three, I'll be so stoked. How about how about this? I don't think they can win game three. I think they're going to win game four. You think so? Yeah. So this is what I'm talking about. This is good. I'm just being optimistic basketball fan, seeing both of these go into two. You know what I mean? Game four is the game for them, right? Yeah. There's no way that they're going to go back tomorrow night. and After be all this rest, and the Warriors are going to be like, oh, yeah. And after kicking their teeth in. Yeah. The Warriors are going to come back now. Kevin Durant's about to get fucking 48. He's been very aggressive, but he's not moving the ball. Yeah. I think he had 37 in that loss or something like that. He did. He also had zero assists. Well, there you go. Very unwarriors like Right. It's interesting. It was actually the opposite. It was. The Rockets looked very Warriors-like. They did. And the Warriors were going one-on-one. Do you think that KD, who is an incredible offensive player, but do you think that like, at any point it could get – he could alienate and like get dudes frustrated and like mess up the flow and the dynamic. Cause one of the things we've said over and over again is like, Katie could probably score 50 if he wanted to, but doesn't like yeah. we never really see him flip that switch. Mm-hmm. Right. But then it's like, cause he doesn't have to, is he flipping on a switch a little bit? And is it, could it, could it work the other way where it messes up this fine balance they have? Cause they really do. Well, have this insane balance of like, kind of. Yeah, I think they have a lot less balance than they're used to. Right. Well, I mean, other than their starting five, they're not that good. It's really true, but that's what happens Was it when you Livingston have Livingston and fucking Looney. All right. Well, yeah, what's going on? You know, it's yeah. it's not that. I agree. It's not that balanced as like we like to think. Other, I, I agree. Their starting five is amazing. Obviously, it's very good, but. Their eighth guy. But, I mean, Who's would, their eighth guy? Iguodala's not like um, an incredible, you know. Right, but the other four, the, role. the other four are four of the best players in the fucking world. Yeah, Livingston and is there? There's somebody else. It's Looney and and maybe I don't know. We forgetting somebody? Quinn Cook. He doesn't really play. No, I feel like we're forgetting somebody. Maybe it's Nick Young. Nick Young's been playing. So okay. <laughs> West got a few minutes. Yeah, I don't know, man. No. Their bench is pretty whack. I mean, that's what happens when you have, you know, four max players. Right. Right? Now, I don't understand, like, what happened with Jordan Bell? I don't know. Because he's not hurt anymore, right? I don't know. Maybe he is hurt. Man, he would have been good in this series. I think he might be hurt, actually. He must be. He would have been good in this series. Because there's no way he's not. Because he's like 6'8", 6'9", can shoot threes. Yeah. He would have been good in this series. He would have, because he kind of fit, fits the Rockets' plan, which is like, they just have like ten guys who are like six six to six nine, and can play the shooting guard to power forward. Yeah, and all shoot threes. Yeah, I love PJ Tucker, by the way. Me too. I, he's he's on my Joe Angles. Yeah, <laughs> I will have this guy on my team anytime. Team. Yeah, because he just. He's just tough. He hits. His, he doesn't try and do too much. Right. But he gets his look. But he doesn't back down. He either. knocks it down. 
He'll guard anybody. He's a, he's got a fucking got the best sneaker collection in the NBA. I was just about to say his kick game is ridiculous. Top five. He had Jordans on that Michael Jordan didn't even know were made. Right. He was like, "Where'd you get those? When you have Michael Jordan asking, what are those? Or they're fake? No, they weren't. Well, I'm saying if you have Michael Jordan asking. Yeah, I would say 99 percent of the time, Michael Jordan asks you where your sneakers are from. They're probably fake. But when you're in the NBA, well, maybe not because Michael Jordan wouldn't know you'd ask you. Maybe, maybe you're just walking down the street with a pair of fake Jordans <laughs> that you got off some Chinese website. And he drives and he's by like, and he's like, "Yo, what the like, fuck? Hey, what are those? That's a that's two hundred and twenty dollars out of my pocket." Yeah, man. Um, so shouts to PJ Tucker. Uh, I'm with you. I'm gonna say Rockets. I would, I would, I would feel like Game Four is probably their best bet. But I'm gonna kind of hope that. They can almost give the Warriors just another blow, AO pause, but like another punch to the mouth. Mm-hmm. And just all of a sudden, the Warriors' chemistry just gets out of whack in a way that they haven't really had to deal with as this roster. Mm-hmm. And maybe they just kind of can just strike while it's hot and just feed off that momentum. You say in game three? Yeah. Because, like, just feed, I think, feeding off the game two momentum I think and being if, like, I think, we can beat these dudes. We can beat these dudes. I think if they keep game three close, yeah, like under eight points, is a victory. They'll be in a great spot for game four, and they're gonna win game four. Moral victory. I can respect that because most of the time you gotta think the Rock or the Warriors are gonna smack whoever they take back to a game three. Yeah, at, like back home, you know. Sure. You keep this a good game. We're yeah. gonna we're gonna win game four. I feel somehow. that somehow. I'm hoping to take your theory and use it as we whipped our ass game two. We can do this game three. Yeah. Let's go now. Mm-hmm. Because if we let them get their confidence back, we let them get their swagger back. We might never get another we chance. Might be. We might not get another chance. Yeah. I'm gonna say if I was the Rockets, that would be my mindset. You don't get an, you do not get a lot of chances versus Warriors team. So you no. might want to strike while the iron's hot. Definitely. All right, I'm excited for it. We'll All know. Right. We'll know. Sunday night. We'll know. Anything else you want to add to this series? No, other than it's any wild predictions. What were your wild predictions last week? Well, one of mine was that Al Horford would be the best player in the series after seven days, and I was low key almost right. Yeah. LeBron's, I mean, LeBron's just in better. in um, context, <laughs> yeah, not overall. I know, I know. Um, well, I predicted that someone was gonna get suspended. Didn't happen. That didn't happen. But got close. Draymond. I feel game like. one. I yeah. texted you. Draymond was out here throwing fucking it elbows. Was, bro, it was like a minute and seven seconds he was into out the of series. His mind. Yeah, and he just shoved a dude. And I'm like, yo, really? He shoved James Harden by his neck for no reason. He literally drove by him, got fouled, ended up behind him. Draymond just turned around and just fucking hit him. Reggie like, Miller said, if, "If the way Draymond was playing, he said if any if it was any other dude, he would have gotten kicked out." Do you agree? Probably. Right. I agree, and I don't really like Reggie Miller, but 
I was like, yo, Draymond is wildin'. I wonder why you don't like Reggie Miller. Because he's a fucking pacer who ripped out my Knicks fan heart. I just wanted to hear you say it. Threw it in the garbage can. Yeah, I know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah, I mean, it's still – I know it's, no one got suspended, but yeah, it's a very chippy series. It's chippy. I love it. Me too. That's what I love most about I it. I thought that – I mean, I thought by now that P.J. Tucker and Draymond – And the, the Celtics cast has been chippy too. It has been. There's almost a – dude, Marcus Smart almost knocked J.R. Smith – in his dome. It's true. And that would have not been good. That would have been fun, though. Great. But not not been good for like J.R. Smith's dome. He needs to be chippy. It wouldn't have been good for J.R. Smith's Tonight dome, was though. not chippy, but Boston just took their smack. Well, it was never close enough to be chippy. It's just from the get. Yeah. Wire to wire. Yeah. Um, Yeah. I. You know, I'm going to go on a little bold prediction here. Hmm. I'm going to say the Rockets are going to win tomorrow night. Let's do it. But I don't know if they're going to win game four. But I think they're going to win tomorrow night. So we both think th- that both series are going to end up 2-2 going into game five. Here's what I'm going to say, prediction-wise. It's kind of like what you're getting at, but not really. If the Rockets don't win tomorrow night, uh-huh. this is a five-game series. That's my prediction. I got to go out on a limb here. With Saturday night... Me and you are sitting here. We spend the time. You might as well go out on a limb. I feel you. I could say everything, say anything else that everyone wants to say, but we're here. We're here. That's my prediction. I just really hope that doesn't happen. I feel you. But I'm just going to say it. If they don't win tomorrow night, the series is done in five. It's good luck, Rockets. I'm rooting for you. All right. Well. That's that. You gotta respect it. Yeah, like I said, I think it's just as a as a basketball fan, I yep. want to I want to see these go at least six. You know, totally. I'm with that. If we can get two game sevens before the finals, that would be, be wonderful. I'll be satisfied. I haven't been a lot of game sevens this series. All right. Um, there's a few other NBA things we can clean up around. We talk about the draft. Yeah. So the or draft, the, the, the lottery, at least. draft lottery happened, and. Uh, the Grizzlies get knocked out of the top three. So the top three picks will be the Suns, the Kings, who moved up five spots. Yeah. And then the Hawks. Right. So currently, the Suns are predicted to pick European wonder kid Luka Doncic, who just won the EuroLeague MVP title. For the 2017-18 season, he's 18, playing in a league with grown men who have, pl- many of them who've played in the NBA. Yep. Um, Rudy Fernandez, Jeff Taylor, Gustavo Ayon, mm-hmm. um, Anthony Randolph, Anthony Randolph, random dude who is cu- <laughs> who supposedly making a comeback, made a comeback, and has been very good. It's pretty. Look, Euroleague is the second. Best league in the world. Right. In a global sport. A lot of guys have come from that league and played in the NBA. Right. Nobody has done what this dude's done at the age of 18. Right. Very exciting. Pau Gasol, Marc Gasol. Rubio. All of them. Mm-hmm. Porzingis. Mm-hmm. Sarge. What are we going to do? Dragic. The dudes of... Fucking Hooper. 
Now you tell me. I didn't watch him. know yeah, that ahead. he was so big. Yeah, dude's like, I don't know how big he is, but Six, he, eight. he's got to be two hundred two forty. Yo, he's a big boy. Yeah, not done growing yet, probably. Nope. Mobile. Today was the first day I watched any highlights from him. Right. Uh, because of the draft lottery talk, and I was just kind of looking into all the top prospects and see what we're see what we're looking at here. No, I'm well versed in this draft this year. That dude's a fucking baller. No doubt. I think he's like easily the best player. No doubt. Right? I don't even think it's close. I don't know. I see, think DeAndre. I haven't really been paying attention to what people. So are the saying. second prospect is a who will get a little bit of buzz, but I don't think will be the first pick is DeAndre Ayton. Yeah, from Arizona. Yeah, seven foot tall, runs and plays like has like David Robinson kind of like body, just like Jack, like just. I mean, he just looks like a a, a a big time player. Has all the ability. He can shoot a little bit though. He can right? shoot. Um, has the athleticism, fluid, uh, great prospect. Gonna be a player in the league. Defensively needs work. Yeah. Basketball IQ needs work. Right. He's a project. He could end up being an all star, no doubt about now, it. Now it's a big time prospect. But to me, Doncic is is a, is like a generational kind of guy. Yeah. Is uh I mean he's like, is Aiden a, a one and done guy? One and done. So he's still super young. He's too. It's like nineteen or whatever. He's gonna be a player. There's no doubt. But I'm telling you right now, like Doncic on the Suns Yo would be crazy. I would love it. They have Booker, Josh Jackson, Doncic. The- They're gonna throw the book at fucking Clinton Cap- uh, Clint Capella. <laughs> Clinton Capella. Clint Capella. Clinton Capella. Clint Capella, they're gonna Mac try and throw him the max. Yo, um, it was just really his passing ability. He can pass, he can shoot, and like, you know, obviously I only saw highlights, so I didn't get to watch a game in full context. Yep. But it seems like he just has like everything under control, which yep. is d- difficult to understand how to do and even how to teach. Exactly. But if you're only 18 and you know that. He controls tempos of the game. We might have a, you know. Yeah, he's got that. Like, That's yeah. a ball player. I mean, he, you can't teach what he does. And if you put a score around him like Devin Booker. Oh, boy. Who is the most elite young scorer there is. Oh, boy. On my watch, if you ask the me. The problem is with that lineup will be defensive. <clears throat> right. Because both those guys are not going to be big athletes. Right. So they're not going to be great at guarding. But I'll tell you what they will do. Fucking score. Put the ball in the hoop. Yeah. And they just signed uh, the coach who coached right. Luca. I read something like that. Yes. That's what made me think like it's, uh-huh. it's kind of like but it's kind of a no-brainer, right? Let's, it, I was just about to say, let's throw in a little wrinkle. So, the then rumor, Arizona, it's like the hometown dude. Right. And that is also true. And they don't have a big. Also true. So, that's definitely one wrinkle. Here's a second wrinkle. The other night, rumors have come out. Carl Anthony Towns and Timberwolves oh. reportedly Hello. not in a good place internally. And then last night I sent you a photo. Mm. And what was it? It was a uh, guy named Carl Anthony Towns. Right. The same guy you speak of. Yep. Wearing a Phoenix Suns jersey. And who tweeted it? Devin Booker. Holy cow. Devin Booker plays for the Suns, if you didn't know. And where did they go to school together? Little place called Kentucky. Wow. 
Wow. Now, wait a minute. That is a wrinkle. You, you know what I like to call that? What do you call that? Well, it's, it's what you'd like to call it. What is it? But I'm going to bring it back. You're going to use some of my jargon? That's a spicy meatball. That's a spicy <laughs> meatball. <laughs> that would actually be really fun to watch. Okay. So this is actually getting my NBA bones excited for the offseason, which I don't want to jump steps here. But okay. this is exciting. Okay, so picture this. Picture this. You got Luca, mm-hmm. Devin Booker, yep. Josh Jackson. Who would be the other person? No, but you got to trade the one for Towns, bro. Oh, really? That's the thing. Like, oh, okay. Here, I got you. I you're, got you. You're you're the you're the T Wolves GM, or you're mm. the you're the Suns GM. I see. For some reason, I was thinking that Carl Anthony Towns is. Contract is up. Yep, and it was going to be a signing thing. Nope. Okay, I got you. So, so they're you're trying the to Suns GM. Okay, so they're trying to swing. Yo, them. what's up, fam? Nah, fuck that. I'm keeping Luca. Yo, I got Carl Anthony Towns. I'm keeping Luca. Let me get that one pick. He's an all star, bro. He's he played with Devin Booker in college, bro. I'm rolling the dice. He scored 19 points a game last year. I don't even know if that's an exact stat, but nope. Why do you think Carl Anthony Towns is so PO'd? Because he has to play with Jimmy Butler and and Anthony and Andrew Wiggins. Watch these dudes shoot up mid-range shots. Or, 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 he's smart. And he saw how everybody from that Bulls squad five years ago broke down because Tibbs warming in the ground. What do you think? Or he's just being soft. Holy cannoli. Would you want to play with Wiggins and Jimmy Buckets? Fuck I no. would. Thank you. Well, I don't have to. I make right. music. Not in a good place internally. By the way, Carl Anthony Town scored 21. He also had 12 rebounds and two assists and shot 54% from the field. Dude, he's so good. Yeah, he's would, good. I would, I would absolutely. Un- so if you're unequ- Phoenix, you're, you want to do that? I'd think about it. Of course. But I'd what's the decision? Do you give up the number one pick and Luka, who is Luka Doncic for Carl Anthony Towns? No, I'm saying, what's your decision? I know the, I know the, the question. My, I would go, I would say no. I think Luka's gonna be that good. Wow. Granted, I'm going off of a day and a half of research. Wow. But he just looks fucking great, and maybe it's just something about wow. guys that are so young that gets me excited. Hey, yo, pause. How old do you think? <laughs> <laughs> but it's like How old do you think Imagine how old do you this think dude Carl in Anthony five Ta- years bro How old do you think Carl Anthony Towns is 23 22 Okay That's four years bro Fuck Four years is a long time in the NBA Am I Look, wrong I think Luke is a superstar But yo That's not a given Carl Anthony how much Towns money, How much money you gotta pay Carl Anthony Towns Is a superstar Right now in like a year, you're going to have to pay him the max. Okay. How much money do you have to pay Luca right now? You're going to be able to pay him for the next four years So team-friendly contract. point is, you might be able to get another piece and add it. If you go get Carl Anthony Towns, that's yeah. probably it. Are the Suns a contender with just Carl Anthony Towns and Devin Booker? And Josh Jackson? No. <sighs> Maybe. No. No? Bro, come on. They got Marquise Chris and fucking... T.J. Warren? Nah. 
They re-sign Alfred. He's got a haircut. Alfred, Alfred sucks. Alfred Payton got a haircut. I don't care, about He got a haircut. He still stinks. He's going to average a triple-double next year. If he does that. The hair has been cut, everybody. Bro. Alfred Payton cut his hair, everyone. I know you're excited because you texted me. Yeah, well, because I, I legitimately hated a person because of his hair. Right. I was like, this guy cannot play professional basketball with hair like that. What what did he get cut to? Just a, oh, he just got like shaved. Caesar, just the, yes, just a smooth criminal cut. He looks, it's like wow. Okay, it's gonna be it's gonna be different. It's gonna I don't be think it is, but <laughs> we can go with that. I guarantee his shooting percentage increases by three percent. I guarantee it couldn't oh, get lower. Three. I guarantee it couldn't get lower than it is already. So, all right, but to get back to what we're talking about, fuck. All right, I'm with you. I would have to go on like a vision quest to figure out that decision. I I would I would honestly say that's an incredibly difficult decision. Right. No, definitely. You're probably right. And if you're not going to really be able to get 22-year-old superstars I just think, very often. I just think if you're You know what I mean? Totally. You know what I mean? I just think if you're Phoenix, it's not you're not in a now or never position at all. Mm-hmm. You already have Devin Booker. Who is twenty two, right? In a rising star. So now, so it's like, take Luca. Yep. Give it a couple years. Let these guys develop. De- Devin Booker will be twenty four. Luca will be twenty. Yeah, that's true. You can add another piece. You know what? This and then you might be. Now you might be. Good. You know, Josh Jackson might be amazing by then. You're right, and I think Josh Jackson. Josh Jackson might be Jalen Brown. Yeah, he's he's getting better. You know what I would do here in this situation? If I was the Timberwolves. Owner, what's that? I'd fire Tibbs. Yeah, get him out of here. Goodbye. Because he's like one of the last guys running squads, uh, being GM and coach. Right. And after Stan Van Gundy left now, he's gone. Mm-hmm. First off, nobody needs to do both. Mm-hmm. It's two separate jobs. There's no way that you can definitively do both well. Right. Okay. It is also obvious that Thibs is not the guy for this job. And that it's kind of like how J. Cole decides to produce every fucking beat on his album. Right. Hey, bro. Just get a producer that's better than you. But it's not. because I'm being a hater, but. But J. J. Cole <laughs> produces his album, right? And I used to say that about J. Cole. But he, then he's so dang successful. It's like he won the fucking finals anyway. Yeah, no, I feel you. I'm just. It would be like if he went double wood, and right. it was like, well, you know why you went double wood, right, bro? Yeah, these bees aren't fine. Or like, he went like gold no, know, instead know, of going know, platinum know, in the first week. I was just trying. But to, I do feel you. I was trying to be a hater. Yeah, we'll count it up. Ugh. Yeah, I mean, so sick of that song. I just, yeah, I'm not into the album. I don't. It's it's whatever to me. Yeah, we just lost a whole bunch of fucking audio. <laughs> that sucks. But uh, basically, you just asked me if I was going to trade, if I would trade Lonzo. For Carl Anthony Towns. So I, basically, <laughs> our Pro Tools system crashed, and I didn't even realize, because we were too busy blowing, and you guys missed like 10 minutes of solid show. No one's ever going to hear that. Um, but basically, I'm not trading Lonzo for anyone. and Including Carl Anthony Towns. And he's having a baby next month. Yeah, fuck that. I would trade him for Carl Anthony Towns in a second. Nah. Yeah, we we just forget about the Jay Cole album. Though. Anyways, 
So Dylan's going on tour. I'm going on tour. Yeah, you're going to it's Kalamazoo. My, I'm not going to Kalamazoo. Lansing. Des Moines. I'm going to Des Moines. Would you like me to tell I'm you? I'm not my, going to the other places. You just would said. you like me to tell you my Des Moines story? Was it the one where you were on <laughs> tour with T Pain? Yes. Let's hear it. <laughs> I just heard a third of this. Yeah. All right. So I think you actually. But first of all, yes. How many shows was this tour? Because you didn't tell. You didn't say this. Okay. So I went on tour with T Pain, Jim Class Heroes, me, Chris Cab, Grays and Budo. Uh, we did Big Bill. Um, probably like twelve to fifteen dates, all in like South Dakota, North Dakota. Montana, just BC level markets, meaning small city, small places. Right. Um, was uh, Iowa, you know, Waterloo, Iowa, o- Omaha, Nebraska. It's like the type of crowd where everyone just comes. Even I if mean, they, like I said, it was like five thousand kids a night. Even if they don't know what the show is, people going crazy. Yeah, it's like T Pain's coming to town. Go. They're like, I don't really just know what that go, is, but we're going. So we're in Des Moines, and we play this venue called the Val Air Ballroom, and it was a good show from what I remember. And uh, But a few days before, T-Pain wasn't liking how things was going, so we fired his band. Bold, and on an, bold move. <laughs> and on an off day, brought in a whole new band and literally had them rehearsing like crazy. So we show up to a show. Maybe it was Des Moines or the show before, mm-hmm. and he's just like, you know, it's we get there for sound check. And we just had a line check, you know, because we're like third on the bill. Right. And they're just like, nobody's getting a sound check today. T-Pain's got to rehearse with his new band. And we're just like, what? Yeah, you're not going to get a line check. You're just going to have to go up there and figure it out when it's time. No. So we're like, okay. <laughs> and we were like used to that as openers. Yeah. So we're like, whatever. Life sucks as an opener, but... We're playing the thousands. Life of sucked them on tour, T Pain. Yeah, but you know, like as yeah. an opener, you get no respect. Yeah, totally. But you know, we're in front of thousands of kids and getting awesome footage. Right. Um. So it was cool, but we were all just like, whatever. But Jim Class Heroes, they're like pissed. Who the fuck is T Pain telling us we can't headline? Uh, oh shit. We can't sound check. We're co-headlining. So eventually, got it wasn't anything pissed off. Trevor McCoy was. Entering slump season. I don't think Travi gave a fuck about anything. Uh. Travi's a really nice dude, but he's in his own world. But I think, you know, tour managers and people involved were just like, what the heck? Right. Anyway, make a long story short, it all works out. T-Pain rocks the show. We're in our green room. We're in Des Moines, Iowa. And T-Pain's TM comes in and goes, hey, T-Pain's going to rent out the... There's a bowling alley across the street. T-Pain's renting it out. Come eat and bowl with us. That's fire. So we went over there, and the whole tour got to bowl and eat and drink on T-Pain. That's amazing. Yeah, and we all – he t- shut down the entire bowling alley at midnight after show in Des Moines, and we hung out and bowled and ate bowling f- bowling alley food and drank beers. and. Yo, bowling alley food is very slept on. Very slept on. By the way. Very slept on. Actually, Giorgio's is kind of bowling alley-ish. 100%. I'm with that. They got like – the the fire like chicken fingers yeah or just like you know a small pepperoni pie or some mozzarella sticks so it's what you need mozzarella. when you're bowling yeah how are you supposed to bowl you know so T Pain yep if you're listening I, you know what's really funny about this tour mm. I didn't meet T Pain once 
amazing. Yeah. That's hilarious, actually. Didn't mean a month. <laughs> See him on the road for like a two month. and a half weeks. Yep. Never saw him. I saw him. <laughs> well, you never I mean saw him? each other. We did bowl, <laughs> but he was like 12 lanes away from me. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Well, if you want to see Dylan on tour, go to DylanReeseMusic.com slash tour. I was going to say is, yeah. if if T-Pain's listening to this, yeah. my show in Des Moines. Yeah. Is it at the it, Valley or Ballroom? No. It's a cool venue. But it's at, I forget the name of the venue, but it's August 12th. And I like to bowl. So August 12th. So if you want to rent out the bowling alley for after my show, yeah, come through. I'll put you on the guest list. Right. Don't even worry about it. Love it. You know what I mean? I know what you mean. There might be a hundred people there. That's fire. And we might go buck wild. Hundred people in Des Moines. And honestly, bro, if Next you want time me to bring you, go you back, out, it's two hundred fifty. If you want me to bring you out for a song, I'll yeah. do it. If you're in Des Moines and listening to the show and going to the Dylan Reese show, T Pain might be there. I'm bringing him out for buy you a drink. Woo! And we right now bowling alleys. Nah, listen. Let me tell you. Watching his show, he got smashes. This, bro. this is before the tiny desk. Right. Like, it was like every night he was like, "Let me show y'all I could sing." And then sometimes he would get pissed off and rap. Not, not really into the T Pain rapping. Yeah, but he can rap though. He can rap definitely. Yeah. But uh, he like have like these like freestyle sessions on stage sometimes where it's like. Let's just stick to the hits, bro. So, bro, you, you ever heard Shoddy featuring Plies? Woo! See ya. So, when he performed, was he using Tuner Live, no. too? He wasn't? Nope. Wow. Nope. The I man, feel like I would want to hear that, though. It's a great instrument to have. You know what I mean? I, there's definitely, like, backgrounds with Tuner, but mm. his mic, no. Word. This was also probably in... 2012, right? 2013, latest. Mm-hmm. I don't know if dudes were really rocking with tune. Yeah, that's what, I feel like it's kind it's of a new kind thing. Kind of right? really metamorphosized over the past few years. Gotcha. Music industry's changed so much in the last few years. It has, and I'm just glad to still be a part of it. Same. Woo! Well, Dylan Reese is going on tour, <laughs> going and on this tour motherfucker's with... so crazy that he wouldn't trade Lonzo Ball for Car Anthony Towns. <laughs> He's delirious. I love Lonzo, bro. Triple yeah, B. no shit. Triple B for life, bro. Triple B. You might want to get that tattooed on you, bro. I'm, bro. Don't test me. If we can get Lonzo on the show, I said, I said this actually. Would you walk from Sun Valley to downtown LA if Lonzo was like, come to Staples Center, and uh, I'll let you interview me, but you have to walk with no shoes on. Yes. <laughs> no question. <laughs> Early, I'll rock. I'll walk in. Barefoot with the triple B slides. Those are expensive. Bro, it's nothing to me. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, but, I'm uh, excited for your yeah, tour, man. Yeah, went on tour with, with two of my homies, Ryan Oaks and Abstract. Um, That's exciting. Yeah, 23 cities across the U.S. That's a big tour. We fucking out here. Let's go. And me You're and doing L.A. I'll come to the L.A. show. Yeah, it's going to be dope. Awesome. And... My boy Matt Keen, my manager. Matt A, is he doing? Is he coming with you this tour? No, I wish. Yeah. Um, but you but, got Bobby coming but with he put, you. He put the whole thing together. You got Bobby coming with you? Partially. He's got to get back in hustle. Yeah. You can't do the whole thing. Right. So who's getting TM? Bob wasn't going to TM regardless. Wow. Bob's a little over his head on this run. Right. Um. 
We're we're still working on that actually. We're we're gonna hire somebody. Um, nice. Yeah. I'll t- I'll tell you like off so I don't say some weird shit and then it doesn't happen. But uh, okay. <laughs> um, Can I tell you about the three way trade? We're, we're gonna have a good tr- we're gonna have a good crew though. Damn right you are. Yeah. You gonna get a Sprinter, a minivan? Yeah. We're trying to rent a Futuristic's van because he bought one. Wow. So it would be like cheaper. What does he got? A Sprinter? <clears throat> yeah, I think it's like a twelve passenger. Cool. Yeah. And then you book hotels. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, it'll be cheaper Airbnb. Use the Airbnb. Totally. And honestly, there's a lot of homies, like, in a lot of places that I'm going. So we'll be able to crash and, like, save money. Great. Great. It's going to be fun. It's going to be reckless. It's going to be fun. Because I've I've done, like, nine shows. Yep. Done, like, six headliners by myself within, like, two weeks. Right. I've never been on the road, like, for that long. Like, I'd be gone for, like, a month, dude. Like, you know. That's exciting. It's fun. I miss those days, but I don't. Understandable for both sides. Yep. One day I'll tour again. We're going on tour in the fall. Right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. I haven't done a show in a while. Bring bring your family. I'm a hell of a I'm a hell of a performer though. You are. We we did a show together in Boston. I know. I don't know if you remember that. I do. I do. Granted, it was under a year ago, so I'd hope so. Was it? No, it was over a year ago, brother. Was it? Yeah, it was a few days after my birthday last year. Oh. You weren't even living here. I'm bugging. You are bugging. You're bugging that you wouldn't trade Lonzo for Carl Anthony Towns. All right, so there was a professional. <laughs> Only way I'm trading Lonzo. Uh-huh. For for Cat. Like I said, before it crashed. Yeah. Is if we put it in the contract that he has to wear the ZO2s. Okay. All right. I'm if Cat puts on the I'm size 20 ZO2s, let him on the Lakers. All right, so there was a there was a three-team <laughs> trade that's <laughs> Just cutting you off. Bro. Did this happen or is this no? A it's a three-team trade that somebody wrote up that oh, was really popular on Reddit. Obviously, it didn't happen, Dylan. The fucking trade deadline. Miami right? gives dumbass. What do you do? An NBA podcast? Don't know anything about the NBA. All right. Did this happen during the conference finals? Oh, there's trades now. In the, oh, word. All right. Uh, um, Miami <clears throat> would trade Hassan Whiteside, mm. and they would get Mello. Mm. And Washington would trade Ian Mahimi and Mar- Mar- Markeith Morris and would get Hassan and mm. a couple of picks from the Thunder. And then the Thunder would get Ian Mahimi and Markeith Morris. And Miami would get Mello. That's, yeah. So. Miami gets Mello. Yeah, I got you. Whoever wrote this up just did why, a horrible job. And then it goes, why did they do this? Why would they do this? Miami. Whiteside is not needed. Not needed. Emergence of Adebayo. Not wanted. Huge contract. They need to clear cap space. Mello has one year left. And if he's locked in focus and has a role within the offense, can be a useful scoring option. For Washington, they need a better defensive presence in the paint. Take a gamble on Whiteside. For OKC, bad Mello situation. Receive Markeith Morris. A de- decent starting piece who can plug in at the four, small ball five, can score, defend, you know, doesn't need to ball a ton around Westbrook. I feel like all of that kind of makes sense. It's not bad. I think uh, Washington gets the best um, piece of that pie. Yeah, I think Miami needs to get something else. Just right? mellow? Yeah. Although it is an expiring deal. Yeah. It's like mellow for Whiteside, and it's like, 
We're going to get mellow so, like, all our young guys can but watch this dude shoot? Think about this, though. If, you know what I'm saying? If you if you plugged in mellow to that series that they just had mm-hmm. and you take out Whiteside, Whiteside didn't do shit. Yeah, it's true. But, like, mellow's going to play and what? Josh Richardson and Justice Winslow aren't? Fuck that. Yeah. That's a waste of time. At this juncture. I feel you. Honestly, bro. I like Washington getting white side. Melo's going to need to collect his $27 million, pass go, and then just wrap it up, B. Yeah. He's going to be a vet minimum ring chaser. That's what Melo's going to finish. Melo's going to finish you're, out his career. You're really like. You want to bet? You're really uh, a Melo hater now. Yeah. He's like, gonna, you're like certified, like you stamped. Know, he learned stamp of approval for he hatred. is going to be a vet minimum <clears throat> ring chaser. A vet minimum. You're talking ring like a Richard Jefferson. Yep. Wow. After this year, he's about to make twenty seven million, Dylan. W O W. That spells wow. Vet minimum ring chaser. You heard it here. That's harsh, man. Bruh. By then, he'll be 36, 35. All right, bro. Let me ask you this. Yeah. Can Richard Jefferson, two years ago, three years ago, even four. You'd rather him could, because he knows his role. Could he get 20 a game? Yeah. Oh, word. That's what we're doing? Average or get a 20 in a game? Like any given night, just go get 20. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's what we're doing today. I mean, shit, you told me you were in Trey I forget. I wasn't lying, though. No, all right, listen. You're no. Lying. I might be dumb, but Bro, I'm not you're, lying. you're overestimating Melo. No, I'm not. I hate Yeah, Mello. he can get 20 last, but it took him 20 shots. Bro, he still. He shot 39% from the field, bro. He's still He's got scorer. one more year. He's, he's going to make $27 million. So after next year, he will be a vet minimum ring chaser. He's still an elite scorer. No one's giving Melo a contract at 35. I'm telling you now. All right. It's not going to happen. So he can't go get like $8 million. Nah, I don't think so. Uh, I think if he was a free agent this year, yes. But next year, nah. All right, well, we'll see. I guess it doesn't really matter at this point. It doesn't, but I'm here to tell you. I also wanted to tell you, did you know that Donovan Mitchell was one of the kids in the audience when LeBron James made the decision? No, that's sick, though. Yeah. The more you know. You're thinking about it. Actually, it. doesn't help my life at all. Uh huh. Um, but that is an interesting little tidbit. Yeah. I have another tidbit. Yeah. I love tidbits. Kind of funny. Go for it. I was I forget what I was listening to, but I was in the depths of NBA YouTube, per usual, on a random. Uh, are you a big NBA YouTube? Random guy? Thursday night. You know what I mean? Okay. Uh, some Steve Kerr interview. Wow. I don't know if it was, you know those like round tables they do? Watched them. One of those. I've watched a lot of those. (coughs) Oh, wait. Was it Steve Kerr? Was it the one where Steve Kerr talks about getting punched in the face by Michael Jordan? No, that one's great, though. Maybe it wasn't Steve Kerr. Anyways, somebody that was um, on that Bulls team was talking about how (laughs) if you watch one of the playoff games against uh, Seattle, I forget uh-huh. what year it was, maybe 93 or something. When then Seattle had Sean Kemp and that whole squad. Right. Detlef Shrimp and what have you. Sure. Uh, one of the playoff games, if you go back and watch it, he's like two shades darker than normal. 
and oh, and que- and people's questions is why? So good. Because Michael Jordan played 36 holes of golf the day before, like during the day, I heard before that. a conference finals. Yep. Game five. I heard about that. So he was toasted in the sun. Yep. And he still got like 43 or something. Yep. Bro. It was versus Phoenix, and it was the finals. Was it Phoenix? It was versus Phoenix, and it was just in the finals. Bro, what are you doing? I know. Are you nuts? Nuts. Oh, you know what? I think it was on Bill Simmons. Yes. Right? It was It was somebody. It wasn't even on YouTube. I'm just bugging. I, I heard it. It was yeah. a hilarious story. It's like, bro. It was a great story. Are you out of your mind? 36 it's holes. Like, oh, I got a game tonight? Let's go play some golf. Yeah. Let's fucking burn my entire... I'll show up an hour bro, before you know, game time. I don't know about you. Maybe 100 degree heat. Maybe it's because I'm a small, fair-skinned Irishman from yeah. the East Coast. Sure. If I'm in the sun for three hours... Exhausted. I'm taking a nap. Yeah. Like a, an extended one, right? It's hard, man. I don't like that. It makes me tired. <laughs> okay? This dude was in the sun all day playing yeah. another sport. Yeah. Like 36 hours of golf takes you how long? Eight hours? A long fucking Nine time, Nine hours? Man. A long time. And then he just goes to the fucking arena casually. A long time. And just drops buckets on everyone. You almost be out of your mind. Out of his damn mind. Crazy. Those OGs are crazy. I know. And then and then there was, I think this was on the same podcast as Bill Simmons. He was talking about how Larry Bird would just drink during the season. Yep. Every year. Drink beers. And then one year he was like, I'm not drinking during the season anymore. Only in the off season am I going to drink heavily. Right. <laughs> and then like the next year when he was not drinking during game day. They were like, oh, he, he's in shape. He was like, this guy's fast and all that. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, oh, I just didn't drink today. <laughs> Yeah, he'd be like on a treadmill and make he's working out. Oh man, Larry Bird's working out. It's gonna be so funny. Yeah, pretty much amazing. The game has gone a long way. It's crazy how different. Like, oh my god, now dudes are just gluten free and LeBron is is spending alkaline water and yeah, you know, dudes are nuts on like trainers and doing all types of. LeBron has lasted longer than anybody because of that. Imagine if Larry Bird did that. Yeah, Larry Bird did not give a fuck. <laughs> he hurt his back, which ended up ruining his career he really didn't. by paving his driveway. Yeah, that's on the same pod. We, we yeah. listened to the same podcast like recently. Yeah, with Simmons with um with uh I'll look it up. Once yeah. I see the name on though. That shit had me rolling though. It was funny. It was really funny. Cuz you can just picture that and it's like so normal. Because I mean, even those guys, obviously they were like you know, they were huge names, but they're not, like, celebrities to the point that, like, LeBron and Steph and, like, Russell Westbrook are. Right. You know what I mean? Like, the fact that Larry Bird was fucking doing his driveway is just hilarious to me. For real. <laughs> like, can you imagine, like, can you imagine, like, James Harden, like, shoveling his driveway? No. Like, that's not happening. You know what I mean? Absolutely not. <laughs> I don't know who the hell it was with, but it was funny. Yeah. It might have uh, shit. I don't remember, but it was funny, and I heard it too. Yeah. So we heard the same podcast. Good times. Very good. Very good. All right. Well, we got some game. We got a game tomorrow. You know, it's exciting. Let's get it going. This week's gonna be very telling. 
Yeah, and then we'll get, you know, we got conference finals. Wait, so by the time we do next episode, is it going to be the finals? Could be. Depending. Could be. Next Saturday and Sunday could be. Let's next Saturday and Sunday would be. Game seven. Game sevens, right? No, let's do the math. It'll be the fourth game. There's been three games. So, yes. Monday, Monday so and Tuesday game, is game, game four. Game seven of the Eastern Conference Finals would be a week from today. Right. Saturday night. Sunday. Oh, Sunday night. I'm sorry. Sunday I'm thinking night. Sunday because we usually do it Sunday. Okay. Because Monday, Wednesday, Friday, Sunday. <sighs> so we're doing that our next That whistle pod. did not come out as well. As <laughs> so, there, so episode 34 next yeah. week is going to be right before game seven because it's going to happen. Celtics-Cavs? Right? Yeah. Do you think they'll be Chill, a game? it's going to happen. I want to watch it. All right. We're not going to say anything else. Fair enough. About it. A lot of hoops this week. Let's go. Any bold predictions? Yeah, Lonzo's not getting traded. Mm-hmm. Um, this is like one of the most important weeks of the season. For sure. This is like top three. This is it. Games three oh. through seven, bro. Also, shoot. Just remembered what Lonzo's daughter's name is going to be. What is it? Zoe. Oh, that makes sense. So they can still be Zoe. Cool. Fire. It's awesome. Do you think she likes Minnesota? Chill. Do you think she'll like the cold? <laughs> I'm going to be my triple B pat tat tomorrow. Let's go. On my neck. All right. Anything else? I don't know what we talked about when the thing went out, but it was good. It was mostly that. Yeah. Me going off on you? Yeah, you were not happy. Uh, and I mentioned Frank Nielakina. Yeah, which I, w- I was hoping. I can Maybe do that's why I got cut out, I bro. can do that every pod. That's why I got cut out. I've made a goal to myself to mention him. Pro Tools pod. knows that you're not supposed to fucking talk about yeah, him. Yeah, no, there's there's like sor- shortcuts. That's how they punish. That's how the world punishes us, man. Well, we got a celebrity story in T-Pain. True. And we're going to do celebrity stories every every week. This episode's definitely called T-Pain. Bowling with T-Pain. Wow. <laughs> That's absolutely what we're going to call it. And I actually did that. Let's go. I don't remember if T-Pain was a good bowler. I don't remember much about that night. But I do remember being there. The Val Air Ballroom. Uh, yeah, it happened. Good All times. Right. Good times were had. And uh, How long is this right now? Is this like over? Uh, we're at an hour, bro. Oh, wow. Anything else you want to say? We're just some professionals. Bro, we're the best in the business. Mm. Thank you to all the new listeners who are Zac Efron fans. Nah, thank you to all the old listeners. Zac Efron, Zac Efron, Zac Efron. <laughs> Hashtag Zac Efron. Now we've talked about him. You can retweet us again. Um, Thanks to all the continuous supporting listeners. 33 episodes. Who to thunk it? <laughs> we're gonna finish this season. Then we'll I mean, do. A, yeah. We're then we're gonna do our NBA draft thing when it comes up. We'll do a couple during the off season. Then you're gonna go on tour. We'll take a little break. No, we're doing this shit every Sunday while we'll I'm on re- tour. We'll reconvene. Back. We'll figure it out. <laughs> but Dylan and I have stayed true to the cause. It's definitely true. And for that, we deserve a little bit of credit. It's at least a medium amount of credit. A medium amount. You know what I mean? Yeah. Fork you, it over. You got two podcasts. 
I got, dude. How's breakfast served doing? It's dope. Yeah? It's so fun. Are people into it? Totally. Great. It's so fun. I mean, it's similar to this. You know, it's not. Yeah, yeah. It's not crazy, but. I'm just always amazed that people listen to us. It's a lot of fun. Like, talk basketball. Yeah. Like, two guys who make music. Because this is so, like, specific. It's very specific, and we don't really go out of our way to promote it and besides, feel, like, one Instagram story. Yeah. It's like, swipe up. And even then, sometimes I don't even do it. You know, and, like, listen, it's it, it's hard because it's like, you've been putting out music. Like, if I'm putting out music, I'm not necessarily going to be, like, worried about promoting a podcast. Exactly. And I, I think, you know, obviously this isn't, like, our number one thing. But we like no. doing it. It's fun, though. And I think it's cool that we've said we're not going to fucking play. Because there's been a few times where we could have just said, yeah, it's cool. Couple, and I don't like, think anyone like would. ago. Yeah. yeah. And a few people have hit me, like, when we were laying on pods. But, like, overall, it's not, like, an uproar. It's not the, yeah, the world's not going to change. <laughs> but this is what it's about, kids, and consistency. So if you're listening to this and you want to create content, any medium. And it's not to say that Dylan and I are going to end up becoming ESPN analysts. No, nah, it is. But it, it is, is to say that. It is to say that. But <laughs> consistency. <laughs> if you're going to do something, see your way through it, bro. See it through. All right? Now, I got to get my album together because mm. I'm putting out an album this Hello. Summer. Me too. Let's go. Hello. It's album season, folks. Yeah. And my, No, my album will come out in the fall. Yeah. But I'll be putting out music all summer. Mine's pretty much done. Congratulations. Just sign that deal, boy. Let's go. Let's go. I'm rich now. Dylan Reese is... Nah, I'm just kidding. He's wealthy. I wish. He's wealthy in spirit and happiness. I'm I'm definitely very happy these days. That's a good thing. I moved to LA and made it happen. You know what Let's I mean? go. And now you're an NBA analyst. Hit me up, ESPN. All right. Well, we have nothing else to talk about. Clearly, because we're just fucking rambling. We've now. done good. Thank you guys for listening. Have a wonderful week of NBA basketball. And other things. Holy cannoli, it's a big one. If the Rockets don't win game three, they're losing in five. Hello. The Celtics are going to... Excuse me. The Cavs are going to win game four. Hello. Then they're going to win game five in Boston. Hello. Did we say that? I just did. Oh, wow. I also said that I would trade Carl Anthony Towns for Alonzo Ball. But Dylan also said that he would not trade Carl Anthony Towns for Luka Doncic, the number one pick. No. I probably agree, but I would think that is a very difficult decision. It is. Shout-outs to our sponsor, Giorgio's Pizza. <laughs> New, and they don't even know that they're a sponsor, but you're welcome. We're out of here. See ya.